Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Episode 44, Frugal Pregnancy and Parenting with Mrs. Frugal Woods. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Ooh. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Friday edition of the Frugal Friends podcast. This is your trusty co-host, Jen. (laughs) Hey, hey, it's Friday. This is Jill. (laughs) And this might be an episode that I am most excited. I mean, I'm hands down. This is the most excited for any interview we've ever done but it yeah. might be my favorite episode we've ever she, done. She is kind um, of your like celebrity crush. So I am. Yeah. I fangirled a little hard. I kept it together <laughs> real good in the interview. Yeah, though. you so, did. You looked real cool. Thank you. Thank you. We have Liz Thames, the Mrs. Frugal Woods from frugalwoods.com. And she is talking with us about frugal pregnancy and parenting. So you've heard her talk about financial independence. You've heard her talk about homesteading. And today she talked with us about all the things I needed to hear because I'm on this podcast and I make the show outline. <laughs> so so there you go. That's, that's your we, role. So yeah. So not only that. are you fangirling hard, this is also super relevant for you. So this is definitely this is definitely yeah. Jen's episode. And if you're like Jen in any way, this episode is also for you. Yes. And if you will be like me one day, which yeah. hopefully you will, why wouldn't you want to be, you know? I could be like uh, a commercial, like, <laughs> if you are pregnant or ever plan to be pregnant or have children or ever plan to have children, this episode is for you. <laughs> if you're a person. <laughs> yeah. So before we get in to this awesome, awesome jam-packed episode, we got to give thanks to our sponsors. We have to pay homage. And the first one is modernfrugality.com. It is my blog and shop. And if you didn't think I was self-absorbed before, 
you do now. The <laughs> Modern Frugality Shop has free and low cost printables, resources, ebooks to help you reduce your spending, minimize your stuff, and organize your life. So visit shop.modernfrugality.com to see all the freebies. Uh, and if you purchase anything, use the code FRUGALFRIENDS19 and you get 50% off anything. And that includes uh, 50% off anything on sale too. Fantastic. This show is also brought to you by All Natural. We don't know what it means when it's listed on the side of cereal boxes, but in most cases, All Natural sounds like a good thing. Thinking about dyeing your hair? Don't go All Natural. Thinking about shaving your legs or armpits? Don't go All Natural. Thinking about getting an epidural? Don't. Go all natural. Going all natural. The scary, frugal thing to do. I, I get behind none of that. <laughs> I know. I love your face. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. You start to realize yeah. how much all natural is not actually a good thing. Yeah, it usually no. means nothing when it's on the side of boxes that you eat. And in real life, tangibly, people who go all natural are the scary ones. Yeah. I but mean, it's frugal. I guess. <laughs> so props. Props to our sponsor today. Lucky for you, Liz does not recommend going that natural. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She has such a a really balanced view on all mm-hmm. this on all this stuff that people say could cost like tens of thousands of dollars. And she did it very frugally, was able to reach financial independence with a kid and now she has two she just has a fantastic story so i'm really excited for you guys to hear this interview so let's get into it enjoy liz thank you so much for coming on the show we're so stoked to have you here oh thank you for inviting me i'm excited awesome so let's start with pregnancy So how were your pregnancies and how did you conquer all the hormonal urges to buy all the things? Because I'm struggling with that in the midst. (laughs) I so understand. So I have two kids. I have a three-year-old and an almost one-year-old, two girls. So I have been pregnant or breastfeeding for the last like four years. So I'm... (laughs) Like, okay, yes. I'm kind of ready to move past this phase of life. You're pro. Um, I yeah. So I've, I've been pregnant a lot lately. <laughs> uh, so f- you know, with my first pregnancy, I felt really fortunate because it, I got pregnant after my husband and I had already embraced this really sort of financially conscious frugal ethos, and so the pregnancy and the baby really kind of slotted into that lifestyle that we were already living. Mm. If you're not very financially conscious and you're pregnant or thinking about getting pregnant, I cannot stress enough, do it before the baby comes. Mm -hmm. You have Mm -hmm. more free time, more sanity and more energy now than you ever. Mm. ever (laughs) No, I mean, I'm sure when they're like 18, but no, no, (laughs) this is, this is a real favor that you can do for yourself before the baby comes. So if you haven't kind of had that money Mm -hmm. conversation either with yourself or if you have a partner, if you haven't sat down and, you know, 
done sort of the basic financial management tools mm-hmm. that you need to do, do it before you have the baby. So that's mm-hmm. kind of start it, from there. It is interesting to hear for a lot of people that is the motivator. I mean, it'd be great to even start prior to seeing that positive mm-hmm. pregnancy mm-hmm. test. But for a lot of people, that is it like, oh, there's somebody else that we're bringing into this world that is going to be impacted by our decisions and our lifestyle. Let's get it together. Absolutely. And it's fine. You know, you've got nine months. Like it really yeah. is for some from someone who's been pregnant twice. It's a long I know. <laughs> it, it really is. It feels like I've been pregnant forever. I know. How far along are you? Twenty four weeks. Yeah. So you're and getting I still there. so no, far to go. I know, I know, I know. I it's I understand. <laughs> so you know, for people who are like despairing, they're like, But I'm already thirty weeks. Yeah, you still have like ten or twelve weeks. You know, you've got plenty of time. So really truly do this before you have the kids. This is just a great favor to yourself to feel like you are financially empowered um, Mm -hmm. before you have another person who's depending on you. So in terms of the hormonal urges, they kind of never go away. I really focused on what I needed to have done in order to feel prepared and feel kind of secure in my nesting instinct because I really needed Mm -hmm. to nest and like get everything ready. And for me, it was like having the car seat installed. I swear I had my husband install it. I think I was still in my first trimester. He's like, like, okay, whatever will make you feel. <laughs> I'm like driving yes. out of the car seat. For, you know. But but th- so know yourself, know what you need. You know, and for me, it wasn't really buying things so much as just feeling really prepared. So I had my hospital bag packed. Mm. I had the baby's room ready um, at the beginning of my third trimester. Car seat installed. We had a plan of action for who was going to watch our dog. This is with the first kid, and so I I think knowing yourself and knowing what you need, and a lot of times the root of it is not actually buying things. It's feeling prepared. So mm-hmm. I read a ton of books. I read like every book on newborn wellness and like baby raising because that <laughs> helped me. You know, I was nervous. If you're not nervous before you have a kid, you are like woefully. Uh, mistaken. <laughs> you know, you should be, you should be nervous. Okay. I mean, you should be. It's that's normal. And having that anxiety, if you can just channel that into, okay, I'm going to read, research, take a class. If you want to, you know, talk with friends who have kids, find ways to have yourself feel prepared. Mm. And then in terms of the actual stuff, I'll say it now, and I'll probably say it a million more times in this interview, go used mm-hmm. secondhand hand-me-downs. I cannot stress this enough because I am an advocate for this in all aspects of life. But even if you're like not into used stuff and not a super frugal person, you want to do it for kids, especially for tiny babies, because Mm -hmm. they cycle through their clothing and their gear at a, just like an alarming pace. (laughs) Alarming. So my youngest is, um, she's a year old, but she's really small. But by the time she was six months old, I had already gotten rid of like three bins of clothing and a ton of gear, you know, because once they start sitting up, you don't need the bumbo seat. Once they start crawling, you don't need the bouncer. You don't need the extra saucer. So find these things used. And there are Mm -hmm. so many different ways to do that. Craigslist, obviously um, garage sales free by the side of the road. I found a number of things that way. Talk to your friends like me Mm -hmm. who have kids and who are not having more kids they want to get rid of their stuff. Mm-hmm. So I can't even tell you how badly I want this stuff out of my house. Anybody <laughs> needs an extra saucer, please. I've got an extra saucer. Get the plastic out <laughs> of oh here. Oh my gosh, seriously. Like yes. the amount, I just get it out. 
all the newborn clothes, I just immediately give it to my friend whose baby is a couple months younger. So find those people. They want this stuff out. Mm -hmm. Same thing for maternity clothes. I didn't buy any maternity clothing at all. And I was still working a professional job in an office, you know, get hand-me-downs. If you have to buy something, buy like one pair of nice black pants and Mm. don't wear those and like wear a different top. You know, it just, you do Mm -hmm. not need to like set a fashion trend while you're pregnant because you're like uncomfortable anyway. (laughs) And even the cute clothes, you're like, whatever. I don't know. I'm still like a whale over here. So it doesn't, I mean, it really, it just, I cannot emphasize enough. It does not matter. Um, And again, these are such brief phases of life. And so other good sources of you stuff, find your local parents' listserv. Sometimes it's by email. Sometimes it's on Facebook. Become a member. Mm. Even before you have your baby, it is like your source for friends, play dates, free stuff, advice, um, you know, heads up on preschool applications. It's everything. You really want to awesome. get plugged in with that. Um, and then find your places where people with little kids congregate. So free play groups, free read alongs at the library. Just get plugged into this network of people, um, both, both for the free stuff and for a place to give your stuff away to but also for, you know, the fulfillment that comes from having those friendships. So that's a really long answer. Holy smokes. That was awesome though. Just threw so much at us that I feel like it's going to, if I were pregnant listening to this podcast, I would probably stop right there and re-listen because you just gave so (laughs) many really good tips. The one that really stands out to me is, and I read this on your blog about a frugal pregnancy and it it really struck me because I think it's so profound and wise, but getting to the root of why people would want to just buy and buy and buy in preparation for a child. And a lot of it is fear-based. And you even said in your blog that Mark marketers know that. They know that you mm-hmm. feel ill-equipped, ill-prepared. And so buy this thing and buy that thing. And you got to get your bottle warmer. You got to get your, your your other warmer. You got to get your diaper pail, trash stuff and <laughs> all this stuff. And what, what it really is, is I don't feel prepared. And so buying all these things makes me feel more prepared. But the better route is to say, let's get some resources, free resources from the library. Let's read about it. And that that can kind of ward off these other things that really aren't necessary or wait to see, do I actually need the wipe warmer? Uh, yeah. You don't. You don't need, you don't need that. <laughs> Good. I didn't register for that. That's the things you need. Yeah, you don't need that. Yeah. That's so good. One of the ways that I did that as I took your tip for joining the Buy Nothing group. I mean, we've always, we've loved Buy Nothing groups in, you know, this podcast community. But I posted just there that like we're having a boy, so I'll take whatever. And oh my gosh, I have clothes for the first two years of his life awesome. like already. And awesome. just like, just the act of like washing those clothes and putting them on hangers or folding them, like that was kind of like enough mm-hmm. for, to like oh, quell me. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So there's something to be said there. You can still like nest even when you're like getting your mm-hmm. stuff for free. Oh, and absolutely. yeah. And I would argue it's you. Know, I love the clothing. Oh my gosh, the kids' clothing. I have kids' clothing up to like age six at this point because I just <laughs> keep. And my advice to people with taking hand me downs for babies take it all. So if someone says, do you want this like huge carload of stuff? Just say yes, take it. Because I was really surprised at what I ended up using and what I didn't end up using Mm -hmm. with kids. You know, I just, it was very hard for me before having my first to gauge what I would actually need. And so there Mm -hmm. are things that I never used and I've just passed along to someone else. And then there's stuff that I have used 
every day that when we got it, my husband and I said to each other, oh, how dumb is this? This is like, we're never going to use this stupid thing. Mm-hmm. And we've mm-hmm. used it like every single day. So it's, you know, take it all. It, yeah. it's, it's overwhelming. It's a lot of stuff, especially if you don't have storage space, but you can just pass it along as, you know, the minute that you're finished yeah. with it. All of it is washable, clothing, obviously washable, but all of the other things, they have removable covers. You can take everything apart. I've washed Mm -hmm. like car seat buckles, entire, it all comes apart. It's all washable. And if it's not, just spray it down with vinegar Mm -hmm. and wipe it clean. And then your baby will throw up all over it the first day. (laughs) That's awesome. Before my second, I didn't really clean the stuff because I was like, eh, what was my first baby anyway? (laughs) It's my dirt. So it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so as far as getting getting used things, either through buy nothing groups or through friends, I noticed that you had some tips for people who might have some safety concerns with height chairs or maybe strollers or different things. What do you suggest there? Someone's like, no, I'm, I'm afraid to not buy new. What about safety? Mm-hmm. You can research the model number and the serial number. So look on the bottom of the car seat or the side of the high chair or the crib and just Google that, you know, Graco 456, whatever the information is and find out if there have been any recalls mm. on the product. So we found there had been a recall on our high chair. However, mm. you get from the manufacturer, you can get the free fix it kit. So we just signed up and said, we have this high chair. We need the free fix it kit. They mailed it to us. And my husband, I don't even know what it was, but he, you know, put it on there in the way that it was supposed to be installed. So know that for things like that, you can often receive the recall item for free Cool. in order to fix it for car seats. Um, car seats expire. However, I will say that the expiration date is very close to the creation date. And I think intentionally so. I think everybody needs to do their own research on what they're comfortable with with car seats in general. If a car seat has not been in a car accident, it's probably fine. Mm-hmm. Would I yeah. buy? Would I buy an expired car seat from somebody I didn't know? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, but so if someone I know, and all of my car seats have come from close friends of mine, they've given them to me for free, so they have nothing to gain by. Mm-hmm. you know, telling me that it hasn't been an accident. So, so, you know, mm-hmm. be a little bit cautious with how you source your car seat. But I, you know, I don't really necessarily think you need to purchase new. I will say that some hospitals will check the expiration date on the car seat. Mm. So with my okay. first child, um, baby number one, they did not check the expiration date. I guarantee you it was expired. We left the hospital. Fine. Whatever. Um, second child born at a different hospital, they checked the expiration date and they wouldn't let us leave the hospital. So my husband ran to Walmart and bought a new one for 30 bucks. Oh my gosh. So, you know, just have that awareness and because it, that was a major pain. And so had I known that I would have like you know, gone to Walmart a little bit ahead of time and bought one. So you can just ask mm-hmm. your hospital um, if they have a policy about that, if they mm-hmm. check the expiration date. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I think mm-hmm. some do, some don't. So you need to do your own research on that. For everything else, you know, use common sense. I mean, if if the yeah. item looks like it's broken or is going to be a choking hazard, probably don't get it. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, in you know, in general, these things are pretty lightly used. Yeah. It's really go through this stuff quickly. So and so fast, most of yeah. my things are, you know, they came to me like on maybe their fifth child and I've now passed them along and they're still fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
That's good to know. Yeah, that's fantastic. As far as the actual necessities, what have you found? I mean, it seems like, especially for someone having their first, they may start to collect. And I think that is the downside is that you can think you need all these things. So you buy it. It's different if someone just gives it to you and you're holding on to it just to find out. But what have you found for yourself are the important things to have before bringing home a baby? Well, this is a tough one because it depends on you, depends on how you and you, if you have a partner, how you two want to parent, what kind of home you want. You know, if you're in a one bedroom apartment in Manhattan, it's going to be different than mm-hmm. me in a four bedroom home. So I think you need to think about what's going to work best for your family and your mm-hmm. lifestyle. You know, I don't think there's like, these are the things you need and you don't need anything else because for somebody who's walking to the subway every day, you're going to need a stroller. Right. You need a stroller, you know, so it's just, mm-hmm. you're going to want to think through your routine and what mm-hmm. you need to do with baby um, mm-hmm. every day. And like, I was speaking to a friend who's having twins and oh. my advice to her is a little bit different. You know, I said, you, you've got to get car seats that snap into the stroller because you can't carry two car seats at once, two buckets, mm-hmm. they're too mm-hmm. heavy. Mm-hmm. So she needs to be able to, you know, whereas if you have one car seat, you can't. So I think it, it's just, it's really going to depend. I didn't buy anything before my first, it was all used and it was all hand-me-downs. Mm-hmm. And what we decided is, you know, we'll wait after she's born. If we need to buy some things, we'll buy them. And I would say, give yourself a budget for, I call it like the ridiculous baby thing that you have to have. Cause I had to buy, like had to buy a, a, a shopping cart cover like $15. Just why Liz? Why? Um, So, you know, I don't know, give yourself that like budget for on Amazon, you know, don't, it shouldn't be $200 a week, right? You just don't need that much stuff, but allow yourself to like, okay, I need to buy this ridiculous baby thing. I bought these like handprint, like baby handprint kits. It's a frame and it's like the handprints, but we couldn't get my daughter's hand. So it's two feet. So she just kept, so I was like, my husband was like, we're just doing the feet. I was like, well, I don't know. So (laughs) that's not what it shows on the box. He's like, oh my God. So uh, (laughs) two feet, our next daughter, second baby. I just want to say it's a hand and a foot. Yeah. got that hand. So things like that. If you really want to buy stuff, buy it, but be conscious, be thoughtful. You know, I I wouldn't impulse buy a $500 jogging stroller. You know, I got a (laughs) jogging stroller for $5 at a thrift store. I got a double jogging stroller for 60 bucks off of my parents listserv. So yeah. And be cognizant of what you're going to need at the outset. You don't need very much. They don't do anything. They eat and they sleep. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to Nerd Wallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. 
So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. I was going to ask, and I don't know how realistic this is, but I imagine that if I ever have kids, I will probably purchase beforehand one outfit and a car seat. But I'm curious, how realistic would that be to literally practically buy nothing and then decide what's needed from someone who has kids? Could that, is that possible? I mean, <laughs> I will tell you something, anything is possible. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, I have seen people Thank you. All- I, I mean, I, I've seen it all. Live your I, dreams, Jill. <laughs> yeah. Truly, live your dreams. I, I wouldn't do that because I like to be prepared. I, I told you mm-hmm. I'm like a prepare-o-phobe. So I had to have everything like washed mm-hmm. in the drawers, you know, like um, well, like baptism outfit picked out. Like I just I need <laughs> to be prepared. Um, yeah. the, the challenge, I think, with your approach is that then you're probably going to end up buying new because you're going to yeah. need it at 10 p.m. And, and then you're just going to, uh-huh. And then you're just going to buy it. And so yeah, yeah, yeah. You, Start in your early pregnancy, just as um, Jen, as you were describing, start early. You talk to your buy nothing group, start trolling Craigslist. You know, it's going to take you a while to find mm. this stuff. I mean, it took me mm-hmm. like, I don't know how many months to find my double jogging stroller, you know? And so I bought the double jogging stroller while I was still pregnant with my second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I knew I was going to want it. I knew 60 bucks was a great deal. Um, I made my husband go get it that day because it was such a deal. It's like, you have to go pick this up right now. So if you, you know, if you start early in the pregnancy, you're just giving yourself a lot of opportunity. And again, just give it away and get rid of it. Mm -hmm. I I wouldn't buy a ton of new stuff before Mm -hmm. the baby's born, but I would stock up and they do need a lot of clothes. Um, Yeah. Oh my gosh. The like both ends. It just, there's a lot of laundry um, that you need to do, (laughs) you know, but you don't need complicated clothes. You just need a a one piece sleeper. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. You're not going to want to know. Yeah, I feel like I have so much clothing and I did, I gave myself a $30 thrift store budget to buy clothing because I, I did like want to like buy some of my own. At the thrift store, I love it. Yeah. I so, love it. awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like I have so much right now. I'm like looking at it because my it's office okay. is in the baby's yeah. nursery. It's got the best internet, but yeah. <laughs> you'll <laughs> use it. I mean, you'll use it or you'll just give it away, you know, and cool. I just end up using that like zip up onesie thing, like the whole shirt and pants for a newborn. No. Mm-mm. It just no. It's like, no. It's so hard to get them in it. Their hands are like. Eh. <laughs> yeah. no. You mean I don't need like a tiny tuxedo? Oh, a tiny tuxedo. I want one. I, I know, I know. And I'm like, so I just love the dresses, but just wait till they're older because when you go out and about, they're mostly going to be on you in a carrier. So the other thing yeah. I recommend, if you're going to go your route of buying one outfit in a car seat, I would get it an infant <laughs> carrier. I, my kids live, my one-year-old is still in the carrier on your body. You know what I'm talking about? It's, um, I'm gesturing, but these people can't see. Oh, like a wrap. Yeah. Like a wrap. So there's wraps. The Mm -hmm. Moby wrap is very popular. I am not skilled enough to do the Moby wrap and my children slid out. I prefer the Ergo. The Ergo baby because it's like a backpack. Mm -hmm. Snap, snap. Yes. You can't mess it up. They're not going to fall out. They can go on the front or on the back. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. We Either actually way. have an ergo baby yeah. and my husband got it like right after we got married because it was free on Craigslist. I and he just like picked that. it that up. That is awesome. And no, I was like, like, oh yeah, that thing's like 500 bucks, you know? Yeah. And I was like, well, A, what are you saying? Because we like just <laughs> got married. And then B, like you're taking this away from somebody who could use it in like the three years that we have not been pregnant since then. Oh, but <laughs> we held on to it. Hey. And we're going to use it. And now it's be, coming in handy. And we'll pass it so on. Happy. We yeah. will. Yeah. pass it on to somebody Absolutely. who needs it oh, <laughs> hopefully yeah, that yeah. will get pregnant faster and, and you know what i and i it took me a long time to get pregnant and so i like had this stuff in my house for a long time and then after my first was born i was like oh well i won't be pregnant again for a while so i lent out all this stuff and then i got pregnant like really quickly with my second and i was like um i need <laughs> to back. back she was like oh when do you need him i was like um kind of like this week so so, you know I lent him out in between but you know but yeah yeah, so having a carrier I find is really imperative and you and your husband might find that you like different carriers my husband does not like the same carrier that I use Mm. it's just different bodies different people so you'll have to figure out you might not like the ergo you know you there are often baby wearing groups in towns it's like baby wearing mamas or baby wearing whatever and that you can go and try out their carriers Oh, interesting. Take the baby with you. Try out the carriers because depending on your body, your back, it's a lot of weight on your back and you Uh want to be comfortable. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, because I have mine in there while I'm cooking, while I'm doing housework. They love love to be in there. Yeah. Um, But it's heavy, but it's good. So, yeah. yeah. I just have, I just got a new nephew. Can you say it that way? Yes. My <laughs> sister just birthed another human and I was out there like living nannying for two weeks and I got to wear him on me and it is like the oh. most amazing thing. He's so warm. He's so heavy. Like my lower back yeah, hurt yeah. for oh, a long yeah, time. Gosh. Three hours of that stuff. But he was so content for three hours of yep. me just moving around, cleaning up, cooking. It was so sweet though. No, oh I have gosh. like serious back pain because of it but I continue to do it because they're so they're so content they love it yeah so happy and they're just up against mama or whoever (laughs) and Jill you know warm body they're pretty like not discriminating when they're yeah exactly (laughs) that's awesome I'm the next best thing to mom that's what I like to think yeah you are you are um so so once baby is home what kind of expenses should we anticipate um, and which should we anticipate trying to avoid? Not just like stuff, mm-hmm. I guess, but like all the mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. things. Okay. So I feel like we've covered stuff. Mm-hmm. Something that we did that was a great plan, which was not my idea, somebody else's idea. We stocked our chest freezer with pre-made meals. Mm-hmm. So adult meals. So my husband, he's the cook. He cooked up like tons upon tons of soups and stews and chilies and stir fries. We froze them in just quart size Ziploc bags, but you don't need to get, we tried to get like fancy freezer boxes. It was ridiculous. Just quart size bags. Um, and then what happened is we could just eat that over rice every night. So he would just warm mm. it up, pop it over rice because you're not going to feel like cooking. You're not going to feel like yeah. doing anything. So it's kind of like either do that or be prepared to spend a lot on takeout. Mm-hmm. Uh, people will want to bring you things, tell them to bring you food, you know, be very grateful yeah. for a meal that people did that with both of our kids. And it's so helpful. It's, it's hard to overstate sort of how exhausting 
one little person is and how much it sort of saps the reserves of two or more adults. Yeah. Yeah. If you have the luxury of yeah preparing the food ahead of time. That's awesome. What about for prior? You know, you hear all these women saying, oh my word, food craving. I just have to get in my car and go run and get French fries. And it's like happening every day. And they're like, you know, eating for two. Like, What's your take <laughs> on that? How to save money, how to fight some of those cravings or give in in a frugal way. What do you think? I think, you know, talk to your OB about how your weight gain is going. I was really cognizant of that because I didn't want to have to lose like tons of weight afterwards. And mm-hmm. it just, my back was already hurting. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh. So I was really kind of conscious of just trying not to gain too much weight for that perspective. I ended up, my second was eight pounds, two ounces anyway. Like she was gigantic. Ooh, I was nine five. <laughs> Oh, I was what? a nine. You are looking at a nine five baby. And That's you're right. tiny. <laughs> oh That's so funny. <laughs> All them brains, yeah. you know that yeah, big old exactly. head. Exactly. <laughs> your mom was uh-huh. really like, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, for the cravings, like I give into the cravings. For uh, for me, it was always just the first trimester, and so I didn't. I knew it wasn't going to last the whole time. With my first, it was tomato sauce, like spaghetti and meatball tomato sauce. So I just had my mm-hmm. husband make it from scratch at home. And he made me like, I mean, that's, I would just eat like barely any noodles, just like eat the tomatoes. He was like, mm-hmm. and then with my second in the first trimester, it was beef tacos. <laughs> yeah. it was yes. very specific. Those are my cravings all the time. I was like, um, I need beef <laughs> yeah. tacos. Not just tacos, the- beef. No, beef tacos. So it would be like nine in the morning. And I was like, I need some beef tacos. <laughs> so <laughs> it was rough. So again, I had my husband, my chef just made, he made me a huge, like, you know, mise en place of all these different taco fixins. So he oh, made I love that. He, he, nice. like cooked this all up. He cooked it up in the morning. He was so disgusted. He's like, I can't believe you're gonna eat this. <laughs> <laughs> Super pregnant. So uh, and I have a toddler. Yeah. So you know, I, it, sure, if you need to eat it, eat it. There because there really was a point. I'm I'm swearing it was like a medical condition. All I could eat were beef tacos. So <laughs> do that cook it at home if you can uh-huh. be reasonable. You know, you don't mm-hmm. need a McDonald's burger. You could make a yeah. really nice burger at home. Yeah. You know, so think about, just think about it the way you would with anything else. You are yeah. going to eat more and you're going to eat more. If you decide to breastfeed, oh my gosh, yeah. you will just eat so much and just do it. Yeah. You know, you need to buy yourself good food. You need to feed yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, with the clothing, it's, it's a season, like it's passing. It mm-hmm. won't, you won't forever and always be eating yeah. beef tacos at 9am. Yeah. So just yes. let it happen for a couple of weeks, couple mm-hmm. of months, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Mine was, um, mine was Chick-fil-A chicken sandwiches <laughs> yes. and I was a vegetarian I have I was a vegetarian up until like several weeks ago for ten years, and oh my what gosh. killed me was the Chick Fil A chicken sandwiches. I had three in one week, and and that was it. No, <laughs> two of them were in one day, Liz. Two of them. Oh no! I, but... Yeah, uh, trust me. I I totally. You just go through this phase, and I think you just crave protein. I think that's why I wanted mm-hmm. the beef so bad because we don't really eat yeah. that much meat. And I was like, I need meat, and even still with breastfeeding, mm-hmm. I'm like. Nate's like, what do you want for dinner? I'm like, chili with chicken. Like I want, I, <laughs> I, I eat a yes. lot more meat, you, you know, while pregnant and breastfeeding because it's just, mm-hmm. you need more and you should mm-hmm. be eating more good stuff, you know, yeah. chicken sandwiches instead of like yeah. cakes. Yeah. I, yeah, I, started, I started making like chicken at home because I was like, mm. if I'm going to do this, I don't want to do it the fried way. I want to do it totally. like mm-hmm. real and healthy. 
So I'm not going to be a vegetarian who just eats Chick-fil-A sandwiches. Yeah. That's that's what I was. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm a vegetarian except. Except. Yeah. Except. (laughs) For a month, that was me. Speaking of caring for yourself in the midst of pregnancy and after having children, Liz, you shared really personally and intimately about some of the things that you went through and how you had to care for yourself on your blog after giving birth to your second child. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if you wouldn't mind sharing some of your story with some of the postpartum things that you experienced and any advice that you would give to other women who might be experiencing that. It sounds like a fairly common thing, like how to identify, how to treat it, how to like care for yourself and like work towards well-being in that. Mm -hmm. So I had postpartum depression, which went undiagnosed with my first and then was diagnosed about six months after my second child was born. So that's Mm. a fairly long period of time. And now that I'm in treatment, what I've come to recognize is that I think I've had sort of like a a low level of anxiety and depression for many decades. Mm. And then the hormones of pregnancy and birth and breastfeeding just really ramped it up. And with the second, um, sort of having the constraints of already having a toddler, being even more sleepless, It was so pronounced that my husband finally said, you know, something's wrong. You need to go get help. He's like, this is no longer a conversation. I'm not asking you. I'm telling you that you're going to do this. I've made you an appointment. You're going. It's like, mm. okay. well, that was pretty clear. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I went to a therapist and I described how I'd been feeling. And she pretty much immediately said that's very much textbook postpartum depression mm. and anxiety. And I thought, really depression? I don't feel depressed. But the symptoms that I was having, I now recognize are sort of hallmarks of depression and anxiety. So mm-hmm. I was exhausted. You're exhausted after having a child anyway. You, you know, that's just a fact. Mm-hmm. But it was, this was beyond that. Um, mm-hmm. I was so hungry all the time. Again, like above and beyond this, like needing chicken and beef tacos thing. Mm-hmm. Just trying to like sort of sleep more, trying to eat more. Um, I tried to exercise as much as I possibly could. I was very angry. I had just a very short temper, which is really not good when you have mm. a three-year-old and a baby. Just, mm. you know, so I wasn't losing my patience with them. I was mm-hmm. losing my patience with my husband. Yeah, um, and he he can take it, but he's like, "All right, this is this is not you." You know, he's like, "This is not who you are." You don't yell and scream at me. Yeah, and, your and not fun me. for you either. Like, no, who wants to all. be? Yeah. Um, and I've subsequently learned that anger is another symptom of depression. Mm. Um, I had no patience. I had no resilience. So if something bad happened, um, I just would fall down into this deep despair. Like, and this could have been something really minor. Like mm. if my daughter didn't eat her lunch or something, yeah. you know, I oh just gosh. would like go spiral into mm-hmm, like, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, she's not healthy. We're not doing the right things. I cooked mm-hmm. the wrong food for her again. Mm-hmm. I can't do anything right. Mm-hmm. Right. So I would, this was just constant. This is daily. And it, it's so difficult to function let alone when you have two kids. And so Mm. uh, I think for me, not understanding the symptoms was the reason that it went undiagnosed. And so I really encourage people before you have your child, after you do your financial preparation meeting, after you get all your used stuff, do some reading on postpartum Mm -hmm. depression. You know, I had done very cursory reading, just kind of flipping through like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm not depressed. Mm -hmm. Um, Really dig into kind of how these symptoms are described and be very open to recognizing if you think that's happening within yourself because the treatment is quite easy. 
in a lot of cases and quite life-changing. So for me, Mm. I was able to start taking an SSRI uh, Zoloft, which I can continue breastfeeding while taking. Oh, wow. So I had a fear that they were going to say, oh, you can't breastfeed anymore. No, yeah. you can absolutely breastfeed with Zoloft. And there are a couple other SSRIs as well. So that was not a barrier at all. I was concerned that I would have side effects, that my personality would be different. Not at all. I just feel normal. You know, mm-hmm. I just feel like a normal person and a happy, funny, resilient um, person. And so I, <clears throat> I really emphasize this with people that mm. if you even think you're having trouble after your baby is born, there's just no harm in speaking to your doctor Mm -hmm. about whether or not medication or therapy Mm -hmm. might be something that would help you. And if it doesn't help, then maybe it's something else, you know, have your thyroid Mm -hmm. checked, have um, all of these other vitamin levels checked. I had every blood test done, you know, trying to figure out what this might be. Um, So go that route. It's, it's very worth it. And what it did for me is it allows me to actually enjoy this time with my kids And I've heard from many, unfortunately, I've heard from a lot of people after I wrote that, that they did not recognize the depression until their children were one, two, 10, 18, 25. They they went their children's entire, basically entire lifetimes or even the entire babyhood or toddlerhood. And and they think back like, oh, it could have been so much better. And that's how I think back Mm -hmm. now for the last couple of years, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you know, that I was kind of suffering under this cloud. So mm-hmm. get help. Go yeah. see. There's no shame in it. It can happen to anyone. It's a chemical imbalance. So, you know, I tell people, like, get over yourself. Like, this is, this is in <laughs> yeah. your brain. Like, this is not yeah. This is not like some sort of, like, personal shortcoming or failing, yeah. um, which I think is a stigma that surrounds mental illness yeah. generally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can read my posts. You can read someone else's post. Um, subsequently, interestingly, I'm good friends with our pediatrician, and I've had quite a few conversations with her about how to screen people for postpartum depression mm. because you're pediatrician is your main point of contact after you have a baby before Mm -hmm. the baby it's like you at the ob every day after Mm -hmm. it's like you at the pediatrician all the time so Mm -hmm. i tell people find a pediatrician that you trust and that you like and who could give you a referral if you needed it to a therapist or who could help you identify Mm. if what you're feeling is normal or you know but what i say is like if you think it's not normal just talk to somebody yeah Yeah. your your story like inspired me when I read it on your blog, because like, I felt a lot of those symptoms in my first trimester when I was like, go, go, go. And then got pregnant and then like, couldn't do any of the things that I was normally doing. And I was like angry about it. I was anxious about this pregnancy. I didn't know about like all of, all of these things. And then like, that's, it might've been around the time that I read your post it was then that I realized like, oh, I might be kind of at risk for that Mm. after the baby, if this is how I'm feeling now. And I would Mm. have never known that. And yeah, Mm. nobody wants to go their baby's entire infancy or toddlerhood, like feeling like that. Mm -hmm. Nobody has to. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm so thankful that you were like honest about that. Um, And I I can tell you, you know, having raised a baby, unmedicated and now medicated is so much better because it's so hard. It's the hardest thing you'll ever, ever do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went to, I got my master's degree while I was working full time and going to school full time. Raising babies is harder. You know, there's just, it's, it's different. It's a different utilization of your skill set. but don't do it suffering from depression. And what I would say to people who are currently pregnant, um, it is sometimes possible 
to start taking a low dose of an SSRI before you give birth. And I really wish I had done that and known that because mm. I was so anxious around my second's birth. And I was so, I mean, I was just crying in the hospital before she mm. was born. I was so anxious. Mm-hmm. So I wish that I had, you know, kind of had that, that understanding yeah. at that time. So if yeah. you're pregnant, talk to your OB now, see if yeah. there's something that you could take. Yeah. Um, a lot of these things are safe with pregnancy and breastfeeding. I think it's such a great conversation for us to have, particularly in this frugal community, because I think a lot of us might approach, well, we, we approach any topic from a problem solving, DIY, how can I save the mm-hmm. most amount of money in this situation? We also talk about how frugality can help us live the life that we want want to live and to save up and prioritize and be able to spend the time on what we want to spend time on. But still, there can be this deep rooted, let's do it ourselves, don't pay someone else to do it mentality. So I think this is so good to even hear from you, Liz. Thanks for sharing and and breaking down this stigma to say, this is one of those things that falls under the priority part of, Yes. yes, spend money on this because it leads to well-being. It leads to better family relationships. It leads to a better sense of self. There, it it mm-hmm. leads into, it makes you more capable of doing those other things in life of the problem solving, the DIYing, but this is not an area that you would want to compromise on. That's not to say that there aren't frugal things in the midst of that that you could do, mm-hmm. you know, ways mm-hmm. to get your prescriptions at a lower cost or therapy at a lower cost, but this is of high, high importance and and comes into priority, whether you're frugal or not. So yeah, thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And I just, one more thing on that. Uh, You know, if you have a baby and you're listening to this and you're like, I can't get out of the house, I can't get to the doctor because I don't have anybody to watch the baby, just take the baby to the doctor. You know, Mm. I just, I can't emphasize this enough. I know people who have not gone to the dentist for three years because they don't have childcare just take them with you. You know, it's not the end of the world. It may not be the most ideal doctor's appointment ever, but trust me, they've had babies in the office before. So don't let that be kind of the barrier to you Mm -hmm. getting the help. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. That was great. Let's transition into something a little lighter. Ooh. And breaking it up. I think it's, yeah, it's that it's time for that time of the week. It's, it's a fun time of the week. Yes, yes. It's, it's time for the Bill of the Week. That's right. It's time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the Bill of the Week. All right, Liz. Every week we have a listener call in and give us their favorite bill, whether that's lowercase or uppercase, whatever. We leave it vague for a reason. And so as a guest on our show, we'd love to invite you to share your favorite bill. What do you have for us? I think right now I have to go with the duck bill. (laughs) We have this book that was a hand-me-down, thank you very much, that quacks. It's about ducks and you push a button and it goes, 
<laughs> and my oh. kids, both of them, I don't, I mean, they just like absolutely adore. It's not loud, but it's just this little quacking sound. And so I'll be in the other room and I just hear them both going, cracking. It's easy entertainment. Get, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's great. That is, uh, duck bills are Jill's favorite kind of bills <laughs> oh. of the week, actually. So I do like them. You're, <laughs> they're unexpected. <laughs> yes. So if you have a duck bill or any other kind of bill that you want to share with us, please visit frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill and leave us a Google voicemail or speak pipe and, uh, and we'll play your bill. And if it quacks, even better. So especially if you have recordings of the quacks, we'd love to hear that too. We love it. So. We're entertained by it too. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to Nerd Wallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet, finance smarter. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Yes. All right. It's time for Jill's second favorite time of the week, <laughs> the lightning round. The lightning round. It really means nothing oh, other than I, well I like saying lightning. There is literally no pressure to it. It's not. Yeah, it's I fought calling it a lightning round for so long. And then I would label it different things in the outline and Jill would still call it the lightning round anyway. So I just started labeling it. Like I don't that. even know why I did it. It just felt right, even though there's nothing that would make it be a lightning round. It's just shorter than the last segment. It's just shorter yeah. than the last segment. And I like saying it's, it. Yeah. So <laughs> there's a, so first question, baby freebie or deal you are most proud of getting? Probably it's like the, the large ticket stuff. So like crib, changing table, yeah. baby carrier, high chair. I love that I was able to get all those things. This you got all those for free. Oh, man. Those were from friends whose kids were older and they wanted them out of their house. Yes. I've gotten crib and bassinet for nice. free. Nice. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. You're in, did it come with the mattress, with the crib mattress? I actually got a crib mattress for $18. It was an nice. online return at Target. Nice. You're like, you are so sad. And you do need I, more than one sheet. I'm just going to tell you right now. People have given me yeah. a lot of sheets from the Buy Nothing group. Mm. Perfect. But I still need more. I mean, so it just if, depends on how often you want to do laundry. 
Yeah. True. Not often. <laughs> oh man, yeah, they get you. so much fluid, all kinds of it's fluid on their unbelievable. sheets. Unbelievable! It's unbelievable, oh. but it abates. <laughs> like over time, it abates. You know, my like my three year old. I mean, I change her sheet once a week, just like everybody else's. It it slows down. Nice. Yes. Kind of. Okay. Also, speaking of the resources that we were talking about earlier, what are, let's say, the top three books that you would recommend for new moms to be reading? Oh, I love this topic. This I cannot emphasize this enough. It's free. It's easy. Read these books. So Heading yes. Home with Your Newborn from Birth to Reality. This is just a very straightforward. It's written by pediatricians. Um, a really easy way to understand how to care for an infant um, safely. It's very helpful for people who have not been around infants recently, which was my case when I had one. I was like, gosh, mm-hmm. it's been Same. Really long yeah. Time. So <laughs> that, that is really helpful. Read that before the kids come. Um, okay. Solve your child's sleep problems. I read this one also before our kids were born, and that really helped my husband and I to create like what kind of culture we were going to have around sleep. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of different ways to do sleep. There's co-sleeping. There's sleeping in different rooms. There's sleeping in hammocks. My friend's son sleeps in a hammock. Anyway, so there's hmm. there are a million different ways to do sleep. I think it can be really helpful if you and your partner have a have a really honest conversation about what you're comfortable with ahead mm-hmm. of time. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think people realize quite how hot button that can be when you are both just absolutely exhausted. So that's a good one to read ahead of time. And then thirdly, I would recommend Simplicity Parenting. And he's got both the Simplicity Parenting book in general and then the Simplicity Parenting Discipline book. You're not going to use those with a newborn, but for my husband and I, that sort of like forms the ethos of how we parent. It's like the Mm -hmm. lens through which we see all of our parenting decisions. And Mm -hmm. it helps us to be on the same page, to have a plan and to be really consistent and firm with our kids. Mm, Nice. That's awesome. And I will share links of these in our show notes for anyone listening you'll be able to have access to it but find it in the library petersburg library don't even try because i've already reserved them yeah Yeah. you'll have to i had one book from the library for so long i had to pay like so many fines on it i was like why don't i just buy this it was like your pregnancy week by week or something yeah (laughs) (laughs) i've done that with a few books it's like a don't. I feel like it's a donation to my library for all the other books yeah. that I get in return on time. There you yeah. go. I feel good about it. Tax write off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, Liz, thanks so much for coming on. What's happening at Frugal Woods blog and with your? You, uh, we're reading your book for book club this month, so everyone oh, should already be you. reading that. Yeah. But yeah, what's going on at the blog? So over at the blog, we have new posts every week, unless my kids totally fall apart. But usually it is once a week. I have to say I'm pretty happy about that. And also on Frugal Woods, I have my Uber Frugal Month Challenge, which is a free 31-day program that'll help you save money, whether you have a kid or not. And you can sign up to take that at any time. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. It's all at Frugal Woods. Yes. And I've taken the Uber Frugal Month Challenge. It's great Mm -hmm. to email every day for a month and a lot of helpful tips. So definitely check it out. Liz, yours was the very first article that we referenced on our Frugal Friends episode one. So Mm -hmm. yeah, 
Yes. There's some there's some history here for us. Oh, so we've appreciated yeah. having you on. All your good wisdom and tips. It's fantastic. Oh gosh. My pleasure. This was definitely as awesome as I thought it was going to be. I hope everyone <laughs> yeah, else thought that too. Liz just really hit us with a ton of tips. I, I'm honest when I say that. I would probably listen to this again if I was going to have a kid because there's so much good meat in there Mm -hmm. that, yeah, she's done this. So that's something, right? She has two kids. So that helps with her, you know, resume. But also she, she's so good on this topic and has some really good profound insight on how to like meet our needs without breaking the bank. So yeah, just fantastic. Yeah. And she's so level-headed about it. I love because mm-hmm. even I haven't even had a kid yet and I'm hearing things from like parents and not parents just like on all the things that I should do. And yeah. just to hear like a clear level-headed um, chat with her yeah. is just so refreshing. Yeah, seriously. I didn't expect the freedom she was going to give on like whatever, just eat, eat food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, anybody that tells me to eat food is my yeah. friend. It, seriously, it's so. a great thing to hear. And so that's why we're so stoked. We are reading Meet the Frugal Woods by Liz Thames. We love that book. And I didn't even get to tell Liz she's the reason I don't wear makeup anymore. I forgot to mention oh, that. But, well, maybe if she yeah. listens to this, she'll know now. Thanks, Liz. Yeah. Thank you. Going all natural, one woman at a time. Yes. (laughs) Going all natural looks good on you, though, Jen. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so we are continuing to read that book. Yeah, so get in on it. And if you want a free copy of this amazing book by this amazing woman who you just got to hear talk in your ears, leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher, screenshot the review, and send it to us at frugalfriendspodcast at gmail.com, and we will select the winners at the end of the month. We give away one book to every five for every five reviews that get sent to us. So the stakes, you know, the odds are pretty good that you... If you do that, you might be getting yourself this book by Liz. Mm-hmm. Yes. You have a one in five chance, essentially. That's good. I mean, I'm no Who's mathematician, that? but <laughs> like, yeah. So, and if you want an example of a really great review, we we're going we're gonna to highlight a great review for you. It's five stars. It has all the makings of a good review because it has five yes. stars. Yes. And it is from Bonnie. And she says, ladies, I love your podcast. I mean, I binge listen to them just so that I could be all caught up in like a couple weeks. You know, I had to work, sleep and other frugal fun in between. You spark great conversations (laughs) for me to have. I love how you talk about your husbands and how they perceive frugality. Your podcast totally helped me start 2019 off with my own no spend year. Yes, thank you, Kate Flanders. I love the balance you show to frugality. The tips and tricks you give are awesome. Keep up the amazing work. Oh my gosh. Whoa, I love the voice you used for that too, Jen. I feel like that's the voice (laughs) she was using. So that's what I had to do. But man, fantastic. Thank you so much, Bonnie. Thanks, Bonnie. 
I'm glad to talk about my husband. I'm glad it's and holy smokes that you are going to do a, a no spend year because of I Kate know. Flanders. Go for uh, it and keep us updated yes. in yes, our please. frugal friends Facebook community. Yes. Frugalfriendspodcast.com slash group. And come chat with us. Tell us your amazing stories and what you're doing to be frugal. And until then, see you next week. Bye. Frugal Friends is produced, edited, and mixed by Eric Siriano. Oh my gosh. Do you remember in the first episode where I referred to Liz as like the godmother of frugality or like you've referred to her as so many things like godmother, goddess, the queen. Um, What what other things are there? Like your highness, the mother, the the woman on top, the woman all the way up there, knowing all the stuff. Um, I didn't say all that. No, you, you've you used I, so many words <laughs> and they're all so extreme and intense, but they place such high honor and value and respect. I mean, on Liz and her work. I think I just. Okay. <laughs> Are you afraid to have this recorded? Like, it's true, but I don't want to admit it. <laughs> I just like her a lot. I, don't, you know, I, don't know. I do too, Jen, you know. I'm, I have never used the word goddess, but I've never used the word yes, goddess either, yes, Jill. you have. You 100% have. Don't <sighs> deny it. Just give in. If you can't beat them, join them. That's what I always say. Okay. It works out for me. All right. <laughs> I'm glad you got to interact with the goddess today. <laughs> Your face, those are daggers. (laughs) I probably shouldn't mess with a pregnant woman, actually. It's a good thing, though, that we do live a couple hundred miles apart. I know, right? (laughs) Or I just won't open mail from you. (laughs) (laughs) I would never. I would never. You would never. Uh, Okay. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.